0: Welcome to episode 33 of Fountaincast, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information regarding the local business community in Fountain Hills. I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson. Welcome back to another episode of Fountaincast, and as always, happy Friday. For today's episode of Fountaincast, an original podcast series from the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, I am joined by Taryn Jones, the events and marketing coordinator for Fearless Kitty Rescue. Fountain Hills is home to tens of thousands of residents and many, many furry friends, and even some furry friends that may not have their forever home, and that is where Fearless Kitty Rescue comes in. Taryn is going to bring us more on the latest from Fearless Kitty, one of Fountain Hills' most well known animal organizations. She is going to let us know about their upcoming events and how you can get involved in helping to home the felines of Fountain Hills. Let's get started. All right. I am joined remotely for this recording by Taryn Jones, the events and marketing coordinator for Fearless Kitty Rescue. Taryn, thank you so much for being a guest on Fountain Cast today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. So before we get jump right in and get going on this interview about Fearless Kitty, I just want to learn a little bit more about yourself. So Mm -hmm. can you just tell our listeners more about your background and what brought you to Fountain Hills or even Fearless Kitty Rescue?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I actually moved to Arizona in 2018 from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. And um, I finished ASU right around then. I graduated in 2018. And my degree was in mass communications and media studies. So I've always been really into social media marketing, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I also come from a rescue background in Kansas City. So I'm also really passionate about nonprofits and animals. So, you know, when I was looking for jobs, I stumbled upon Fearless Kitty Rescue, as you could say. And it just seemed like a perfect fit because I love kitties and I love to promote them to get adopted. And then it kind of meshed my two worlds together of social media. So here I am and I joined Fearless Kitty Rescue in March. So like right, I think the week before <laughs> the pandemic hit is when I joined the crew.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, very cool. I bet that was an interesting time to, to, to join a new a job or a new team? How, what was that like just kind of getting started in yeah. the midst of a global pandemic? <laughs> yeah,
1: it was um because it was my first technical, um, you know, quote, unquote, real job out of college, if you yeah. will. And so I went in, as anyone would with a new job, very nervous, but also very excited. Mm-hmm. And so I was ready to just kind of soak in all that knowledge and learn and just get started. And then all of a sudden, like... I had to kind of put a lot of the job on hold because, you know, I am events and marketing. So events was like completely put on hold. Yeah. And it was just, um, doing things that I never thought I would have to do. Like I would write memos for, you know, how we were practicing CDC guidelines or, making sure everyone knew like what our new hours would be. Cause right now we're appointment only. We still are. Mm-hmm. So just making those adjustments, something that I never thought, and no one probably did, you know, everyone's on that yeah. same too, is just getting that adjustment, making sure that we're all communicating really well. Um, I worked from home for a little bit too. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was tough, but we've adjusted and now it's, it's getting better. So that's good.
0: Very nice. And now that you've been in Fountain Hills in Arizona, you said since 2018, Mm -hmm. how are you liking things here, specifically Fountain Hills?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Fountain Hills is really nice because it reminds me of um, the town where I'm from a little bit, like size-wise it does, Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice because I'm from a close-knit community um, in Kansas City. And I feel like Fountain Hills kind of provides that same close-knit community. And they're very, you know, I, I love how everyone knows what's going on. It's all open communication. They have such wonderful events that, you know, I've yet to be part of. Um, I, even I'm out of town for the fair, unfortunately, coming up. But I, mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it. Um, but it's, it's just kind of neat how they have so many different things going on. And it, it just seems like it's all an, a communal effort, which is a really nice touch.
0: Yeah, of course. That's definitely something that Fountain Hills is is pretty big on, that communal mm-hmm. aspect. And of course, fun events, which I mean, we, we both do events for work. Yeah. So it's been a bummer this whole summer, now into fall, that events have been a little not available <laughs> to right. everyone. No, for but sure. For sure. You know, I think everyone's excited about hopefully getting back to a little bit normal. But yeah. moving on, I know many of our listeners... Our, our chamber members local residents who are listening today they mm-hmm. probably heard about fearless kitty as you guys are very active in our community but yep. for those who don't know exactly what you're all about can you just tell our listeners more about the mission of fearless kitty rescue
1: for sure for sure fearless kitty rescue is a nonprofit, uh, no-kill cat shelter cat rescue if you will and um, what happens is, is we will just rescue kitties, either they've been um, owner surrendered, maybe their owner had to move and couldn't take their cat, mm-hmm. or anyone, any circumstance that you could think of. And we also take in stray kitties, so kitties that live on the street, um, maybe need a little bit of a better life. Um, and we take them in, we give them medical care, we spay and neuter them if they need it. And then we turn right around and adopt them out. and it's, it's a pretty smooth operation. It's nice. We've actually, um, for 2020, we have made our goals for both bringing animals in and adopting animals out. It's actually our best year yet, despite COVID and despite the pandemic and despite everything else that has been happening. That's that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. I mean,
0: um, I personally love cats, but my fiance is more of a dog person. And <laughs> so all of our friends are kind of the same way. Sure. And we had probably three of our friends over this whole Corona virus season have gotten dogs and it. And they're saying, Oh, well, it's because we're home. We yeah. can actually train a puppy or whatever it is. And so just hearing that from my friends that got dogs, do you think it's the same people are getting cats because they're, maybe not able to go out on the weekends and see their friends or go visit their family. So they needed a little companion at home. Is that kind of translating for cat lovers
1: as it might be dog lovers? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And definitely, you know, more towards the, you know, the spring and the summer seasons that recently Mm -hmm. happened, definitely that was prevalent. We would have people coming in left and right, you know, with appointments of course, and they would just say, Hey, I'm working from home all day. It's probably not, you know, a lot of them even they're working from home turned permanent, yeah. Um so they were like, you know, I really just need a little buddy and I feel like a cat's gonna hang out with me all day. And so a lot of the first wave of adoptions was really coming from people working from home. And even during the summer, normally that's when more families come in than ever, just because you know, school's out. Yeah. So we were seeing a lot of that. But even still, I mean, people the same thing, people are realizing that they're working from home is turning a little more permanent than they thought. So we're, it's, it's really doing well. And then we're just taking in more because um, we're able to, which is a great thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that is one positive thing. Yeah. that's Kind of come out of this whole COVID <laughs> COVID situation we're in that we're able to find some homes for some furry friends here in Fountain Hills. For sure. But the next question just kind of is about the day-to-day at Fearless Kitty. Mm-hmm. So could you just give us a glimpse into
1: what a typical day is for an employee or volunteer over at Fearless Kitty? Yeah. For, so for both staff and volunteers, a typical day could include your care. We call our volunteers caregivers that care for the kitties. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they. It's, it's really standard. It's feeding them. It's giving them water. It's scooping those litter boxes. But it is such a important part of our process because of course yeah because that's the standard of care and so you could come in you could take care of kitties some of some people like myself I have an office buddy named Amy so we all have office <laughs> buddies and you can expect to either see new cats come in to where our medical team will be medicating them giving them vaccines whatever that animal might need at that moment. You also might be seeing adoption appointments that day because we're all trying to cross train right now, including volunteers and staff. You never can know too many things. I'm a firm believer in, but also Fearless Kitty is. We all want to be cross trained in all the um, departments just so we all can Mm -hmm. help whenever the need arises because with nonprofits, you never know. Yeah, totally. So you could always see people coming in for appointments, which is a great day if we can have appointments every day. And you can see some of our socializing teams, which they just go in, maybe for more of the shy kitties that are still kind of, they could either be shut down because they just got there, or they're just, in general, just a little nervous. So we have some socializers that help them kind of come out of their shell, just to make them a little more um, adoptable and just a little more happy, just so they're not stressed. Yeah. And you could also see us, um, well, like right now, me personally, I'm in a lot more event meetings and I do more marketing. So I actually created us a TikTok like two months ago. So I'm so (laughs) I'm in the random rooms all the time doing little videos with cats, which is so fun. And I'll interview them now. I got a little tiny microphone, so I'll interview cats, and it's really funny. Uh, oh, my God, that's so perfect. But, you know, I, <laughs> I know, it's hilarious, too. Uh,
0: but, <laughs> TikTok is so
1: in right now, it's, so it's it, a and really that's fun exactly way. Why, yeah, that's exactly why I signed us up, because I was like, you know, we could only benefit from it. We couldn't, you know, there's no negatives to it. So, yeah. you know, a lot of our effort is just sure that whoever is helping us, whether it be volunteering, working staff, visitors, donors, they feel like we're achieving our mission, which is to adopt out as many cats as we can, save as many cats as we can. So we're constantly working towards that.
0: Well, it sounds like you guys are definitely busy over there. And And all your resident cats, I sh- I'm sure, have wonderful lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now I want to move on to kind of the main reason that you're joining me on Fountain Cast today. Yeah. And that's because Fearless Kitty is having a special event coming up. Yes. Can you tell our listeners more about that?
1: Yes. So, so we are having actually our second um, Fearless Fitness for the Felines event. Try saying <laughs> that three times fast. Um, but it we we did the first one in September just kind of as a water tester because we weren't really sure how that would go but we had a lovely volunteer um Lisa Cargill who is in in her real day-to-day job before COVID she was a fitness instructor she just came to Kim Cammons our CEO and was like hey what do you think about this and we were like yes because we'll always run with everything if it sounds like a good plan we'll do it at least once
0: Uh and
1: so she came up with these exercises and incorporated like cat litter and cat toys. And it was a true fitness class, but it was just with a little bit of fun and everyone's social distance outside. We limited it to 25 people so we could social distance and it was a major success. So we were like, let's do it again. So now it's going to be November 21st from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And we are actually changing it a little bit to where we're also opening it up for zoom. So if no one has done zoom before it's basically this virtual platform where you can meet with people it's kind of like a conference call that's how I compare it to yeah Um, it's, Mm -hmm. it's like a virtual conference call so you do need a zoom account it is free and we will have a specific link for people to join, the, um, to join the Zoom. We'll have an assistant instructor, Jerica Cox is her name, and she will be leading that Zoom call for people. The cost for the class, both for the Zoom and for the in-person is $15. When you do pay, you indicate if you're Zooming or if you're in-person, that way we can just keep our numbers correct for the social distancing.
0: Very cool. So
1: it sounds like a really fun event and and a really creative
0: way to kind of tie together your your love of cats with this fun fitness idea. And I know I keep bringing up COVID, but it is really weird time and I feel like a lot of things revolve around it right now and the the zoom option is a really great way for people who maybe either their gym is closed like myself it's been kind of hit or miss or they don't want to necessarily go out and be around a lot of people so definitely a good option for those people but so since the first Uh, fitness event that you had what was the response from those people who participated or or heard about yeah
1: yeah so we did um our lisa came up with a wonderful um survey at the end of the class just because we really wanted to know like Cause we, you know, of course mm-hmm. the best case scenario is we do it once a month, but we didn't know like if everyone enjoyed it or, you know, we just, we just didn't know what that response would be because it's something we've never done before. So we created a survey and the, the surveys matched. Each one just said they loved it. They would hundred percent do it again. And they loved the kind of level of difficulty. Like we asked them all sorts of things. Like, how did you like dressing up? Because one of the themes was, Um, It was cat themed, of course, for the first one. (laughs) And they were like, we love themes, keep them going. It's like, okay. And, you know, we said, Hey, do you want more yoga? Do you want more strength training? Like, what do you guys want? Like, what would make this, what would make you come back and help us again? Um, And, and, you know, everyone was just so thrilled with the majority of what we did. We changed, like I said, we changed a few things based on those surveys, which is now um, instead of these little stations we're doing where everyone rotates, Lisa is just leading an hour class and it's more strength training based so a little more weights and resistance bands and stuff like that. Um, and we're still doing a theme like even this theme now is going to be Thanksgiving theme so you can dress as a turkey your favorite side dish, whatever <laughs> your creativity oh. will take you. <laughs>
0: So for those who are listening, and this is totally, you know, piquing their yeah. interest and they want to get involved or register, what's the next step? Is there a, a website
1: or a Facebook event? Where can people sign up yes, for Yes, so you can do it a few ways. The link will always take you to our website, which is www.fearlesskittyrescue.org. It is on our main page, our event flyer. So if you click on that event flyer, you can absolutely head to that page. However, it will also be under our events tab on that website. Um, you can also, if you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, we will be posting links regularly, including to, um, today on the, the 4th, Tuesday, the, or Wednesday the 4th, excuse mm-hmm. me. So we will be posting regular links so people can always sign up through there. And then they also, if you are signed up for our emailing list, you will get an e-blast with the specific link as well with all the information on the event. And we're also doing a Facebook event. If you would like to sign up for our emailing list, once again, head to that website, www.fearlesskittyrescue.org, and it'll be under the About tab, and you can sign up for our newsletter, and you'll get all our little emails we send in the month. We don't send too many, of course. (laughs) perfect and now that we're just kind of talking about Mm -hmm. events I just wanted to
0: I know that this event has technically already passed but you guys did a I believe it was called wet your whiskers wine tasting event (laughs) fundraiser it was just a few weeks ago and it sounded like a lot of fun we had it in our newsletter for a while so how did that you know it
1: turned out really well once again I I hate to bring it up too but you know COVID just has taken over 2020 and um mm-hmm. you know we had the original event was scheduled for may of you know this year and then we postponed it right. to october and then we were looking and we were just like yeah we can't have an in-person event so we, <laughs> we made the decision to you know salvage what we could and turn it virtual and we did a few nights of virtual wine tastings we had fun couples and they would just taste this wine to try to kind of push people to our wine pool that we were hosting on our silent auction. So there were, there were several ways people could participate. And, you know, our in-person goal for the event was um, to raise 30 grand. Um, But we knew that when we switched it to virtual, that that wasn't unfortunately going to happen. And we knew as long as we could get over, you know, at least as close as we could to that, we would be good. And we ended up yeah. raising close to, if not actually $16,000. So we were, we were absolutely pleased. Oh, no. We were pleased. Yeah, yeah totally. it was great.
0: Well, it sounds like a, a success, even though it didn't maybe look exactly right as wanted it to, but I... I know that you're talking about donations, and one thing that you told me prior to to actually recording about some things that you wanted mm-hmm. to talk to. I understand you guys are having an exciting donor matching situation yeah. going on. Can you tell us absolutely? More about that? And
1: I just found out about this myself um, recently. So, but we're we're extremely excited about it. So um, for the month of December, we had a donor reach out, and it's anonymous. Um, so. Our anonymous donor reached yeah. out to us that they want um, they wanted to match funds for the month of December up to ten thousand dollars. So yeah, wow. it's incredible. And what and that kind of ties in perfectly to um, Giving Tuesday, which is the first Tuesday of December, which this year is December first. Yeah. And for people that don't know what Giving Tuesday is, it's just a national day of giving to, to nonprofits. Um, so many nonprofits participate in this nationally. Um, and we are, of course, participating. So it tied in perfectly. So we're doing a big campaign push um, with our anonymous donor because for the month of December, we could raise up to $20,000, which is incredible. And, um, you know, it's all, like it's always a good time to support nonprofits, especially this year. I, all nonprofits are going mm-hmm. through it. And, you know, businesses in general are, are going through economic situation right now. So if you have the ability to give, it's, it's just the best time to help people out, especially on Giving Tuesday. And especially if your funds are being matched, at least then, you know, you're donating once, but you get twice the impact.
0: Yeah. And that's so cool. And if, if the
1: anonymous donor just to have is, is listening by
0: chance, I want to say thank you. That's so exciting. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and I know that, Obviously, donating funds is, is important for nonprofits, um, but Fountain Hills Absolutely. is very generous and they love lending a hand to those in needs, especially for our furry friends. So, if someone wants to donate their time to Fearless Kitty, where how could they possibly get in, get involved? Oh, with you yes, guys? we
1: are always looking for volunteers. We did pause volunteers a little bit earlier this year, but now we're back up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, for safety measures, not bringing in too many new people. But now we are very confident with how we're following CDC guidelines. We are wearing masks in the building. We are doing temperature checks. So we are very mm-hmm. thrilled to have people still sign up to be volunteers if they want. And, and volunteers, you can do more. If, if, if caregiving, which is, you know, taking care of the kitties, if that's not your lane that you want to be in, you could also be helping me with events and marketing. You could be helping our medical team. You could be helping our boutique ladies. You, there are so many different roles at this organization. So anyone with any set of skills, I encourage them to apply to be a volunteer. Once again, go to our website, www.fearlesskittyrescue.org. And it's under ways to help in the volunteer tab. And that will be where our volunteer application form is.
0: Well, it seems like you definitely have something oh, yes. for
1: everyone to volunteer.
0: So very exciting that it doesn't seem like anyone could be left out or their gifts wouldn't be utilized by you guys. So that's always yes. very nice to hear. Yes. But before we wrap up, I always just like to ask, is there anything else that you wanted to, to chat about? Or maybe
1: we missed. Um, you know, I think we covered everything. Just I'll, I'll always say if people still... Want to either support us, um, always follow us on our social medias. We're at Fearless Kitty Rescue on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like I said, we have a TikTok now, once again, Fearless Kitty Rescue. Um, we have a YouTube channel, Fearless Kitty Rescue. Always share and like and comment our posts. That's great for our engagement and spreads awareness about nonprofit animal rescues. And if you ever want to donate, once again, you can head to our website, fearlesskittyrescue.org. And under the ways to help is our donate tab. And we are always thankful and happy to have supporters. All right. Well, Taryn,
0: I just want once again want to thank you for joining me on Fountain Cast, and all the staff here at the Fountain Hills Chamber. Uh, we're big <laughs> animal lovers, so we just want to thank you and your team over at Fearless Kitty for all that you do for the furry friends. Oh, thank Fountain you, Fountain and Hills. thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap up episode 33 of FountainCast. Thank you once again to each of our listeners for taking the time today to take a listen to our show. It means so much to us here at the Fountain Hills Chamber. I also want to give one last thank you to Taryn Jones from Fearless Kitty Rescue for letting us know all we need to know about what they are up to. And finally, we hope you tell your friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues about FountainCast, as well as like, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Fountain Hills. I'm host Paige Lawrence and until next time.